You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Good morning and welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Business Talk Show. And boy, do we have a good show planned for you. (laughs) (laughs) Our guest is Shelly Jorgensen, and she is the founder of Executive Networking Events. Shelly, welcome to the show. Hey, Rick. So nice to be here. Hello, everyone. Thank you for your time now or later, whenever you're listening. So good to be here. Shelly's a part of our peer group focused versions of our show. We found the work that she's doing and we thought we need to bring her in to have a conversation. As you know, I'm a proponent of peer learning, collective intelligence. I think entrepreneurs, business owners should be around peers and help each other on the path. So let's start, Shelly, by your group's been around for three years. Let's help us understand your motivation for creating and launching your organization. Yeah, sure, sure. Thank you, Rick. And thanks again. Compliments to you for being the biggest show in Orange County. Hello, Orange County and everybody out there. So great. Um, So it says three years, but it really was terrible for the first year, like everything, right? (laughs) (laughs) So really, let's just count two. Should we just count two? Is like, because it takes a minute, right, to figure out what the heck you're doing when you launch something brand new, especially in the global space like we did. So it's been absolutely fun to to grow it, but it does, it was terrible at the beginning. So here's kind of the whole backstory behind it. So um, 11, 12 years ago, um, I was actually selling potatoes in Idaho Falls, um, created a company, opened a couple of farmers markets. And in the the process of doing that, um, I was introduced to a gentleman that wanted to start an executive networking group here locally. Um, high level uh, for fancy people, business owners, executives, all of that. And um, we, uh, we, we started with zero members and an idea, truthfully. Um, went out there, sold a few memberships, as we all do as entrepreneurs, just get in and get it done. We grew to about 120 executives, but I live in a town that's only like 60,000 people. So you have 120 executives of the best companies in town. You start to get panicked about Legion, <laughs> if, if you know what I mean, right? Like that, that, that worried me. So I thought, you know what, we're going to figure this out. And in 2016, I decided to bust out of the, the, the borders of my city, my state, and even my country and decided to create a global brand. I, like Rick, have a massive passion for bringing cool people together to help them connect and collaborate and grow and scale business. But um, I thought, you know what, if I went global and created a brand outside of my city, I will never run out of, of clients. I'll never run out of growth potential. I don't like being capped. I don't like, you know, any of that. So, so we did. I, I went out uh, 2016 blind, no idea how even to charge a card in the online space. Just really had to figure it out myself hired the best mentors in the world and flew all over the place and spent all kinds of cash uh, learning this online world and launched a membership. Um, I think it was about 2016. It was just for women in business Hmm. and kind of started from there. And then one of my members is when it gets really crazy. One of my members was a, 
a business owner. Um, she owned three publishing presses at the time. She's from Western Australia. And um, she's like, Shelly, hey, let's host an event together. Um, but let's do it at a castle in Northern Ireland. And I'm like, who says no to a castle? So, of course, right. I'm a mother, business owner from Idaho, USA. She's a mother. I have five. She has six kids. She's from. So these two women, these two, we rent a castle in Northern Ireland, host this huge event. Um, business owners and executives fly in from eight countries. And from there, really, that's when you should start counting the growth is from there. Like, <laughs> start that two years right there. That's about when it starts. I think that's very common, Shelly, that in the early stages, first of all, let me back up. I think what you did is the hardest thing to do in business, which is to create a business from nothing. I, business wow. is never easy. It always takes focus yeah, and energy. But creating an organization that didn't exist to something that exists is the hardest thing to do in business. So congratulations on surviving uh, that first year. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm sure so many do. Yes, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I, I think we've anyone who started a business has walked probably in your shoes. It's it's rare that I have an entrepreneur who started a business on here who doesn't talk about the pivots in the early days. And what I find fascinating about that is there's this tension between sticking to what you believed was the right thing when you started and not chasing a shiny object, but also recognizing there may be a deeper vein of opportunity just slightly to the right or left. So can oh, you take us back to that, that first, second year when you made a decision to evolve? What was the inspiration for that? You know, I had so much fun connecting business owners here. We did, you know, we just did a quick calculation, kind of like counted the buildings that were built locally, counted the, the deals that were done. We did probably excess of $10 million in new money and, and new revenue that was generated just from those conversations. And I thought, wouldn't it be fun if we could make those a little bigger? What if we did this bigger, you know, on a global scale? What would that number be? What, like, what mm -hmm. stories would we have? What connections would we make? And, you know, now, you know, post 2020, we are such a global community now. And right. we were on Zoom and we were building memberships before anybody knew what Zoom was and and all of that. But really, I think, wait, go back and re-ask me your question. I want to make sure I answer that because it was a good well, question. Because I think you did. And just let me put words in your mouth and then take them out if I do it incorrectly. Okay. What, I, what I heard the first time was you realized that you might have capacitized the greater Idaho yes. area. And yes. that was sort of a scarcity uh, approach. But what I just heard you say is yep. a, an abundance perspective, which was this is working so well inside this community. What yep. could the impact be on a global basis? Oh, absolutely. Is that fair? Absolutely. Uh, That's you know. exactly right. There was a step in between where we replicated our model up in the Boise market as well. I was actually contracting for a company and was president of that company when we were growing that membership. And then as we started growing this global side, I stepped out, went out on my own and uh, created what now we're talking about here. It was so exciting. And I believe really my skill set and my passion is to uh, just, you know, I, I think it all kind of started. I was raised on the farm and I don't know if many of you remember, but in 1980, Mount St. Helens exploded mm -hmm. and um, my dad had about 600 acres of alfalfa at that point. 
I started driving tractor when I was about 11, full-time job. But when I was um, seven, let's see, or no, no, I was nine when the mountain blew. Hmm. And the entire region was covered with ash. And it was right at that point where mom and dad were about to make some money as farmers. Like that is like a big move. Like <laughs> it doesn't happen for everyone. No. So they were just, we just moved from California. Actually, we were from Northern California, moved up to Washington. And then Mount St. Helens, like everything, right? In business stuff happens and right. covered the entire crop, you know, like, and mom and dad went into bankruptcy right after that. Like, and they started to lose what they'd built all of those years. And um, I remember this point, Rick, and this is honestly, I feel like the reason I do what I do. I was standing on a tractor with my dad in the middle of this field. And he says, Shelly, business is about relationships. Hmm. And I looked around and there was no one around. <laughs> like, look left, look right. There's no people. Like I'm like, dad. We're the only ones out here. Like, But what I learned right there was mom and dad had gone to every creditor, the feed company, the fertilizer, the seed, the tractor, like all of them and said, listen, we can't pay you. And legally through this bankruptcy, we don't have any legal reason to pay you, but we will pay you back. Mm -hmm. And within five mm -hmm. years, outside of any legal reasons, they went and paid back all of their friends, all of those business relationships, took care of them because guess what? Mom and dad were opening a dairy next and they needed mm -hmm. those relationships. So as I build a global community of business owners and executives, coaches, consultants, I like it's though it's that's the reason. It's that's the a, relationships. That's a <clears throat> that's a powerful story and you tell it very well. So <laughs> that's your backstory. And I, I appreciate we had the opportunity to go there, Shelly. Yeah. I'd like to turn our attention to your group. Yes. What's, what's the mission yeah. of your organization? Well, there's there's a few facets, right, as everything. So executive networking events is our free side of things, right? I'm live every Tuesday. I'll be live today. It hmm. would be 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain. But I'm live every week helping business owners connect, bringing new ideas, um, today, we're actually talking about, uh, <laughs> I'm launching a new show called uh, The Million Dollar Networker Show. And the re wait, did you say that the that is your podcast name, Rick? Wait. No, no. That's just okay. something that- uh, <laughs> I was thinking for a second. Wait, did I- You're welcome to take it. Okay, good, good, good. Anyway, so the reason why is we've now created a half a million dollars in new sales um, through our, the last, you know, it's not even 24 months. It's more like the eight last 18 months. And so every Tuesday we gather for free. You can come and, and engage and join this group. There's 7,000 business owners in that community now. Um, and then we niche down from there, Rick, like we, you have the big group, right? And then we take the cool people and they, they go over here into our inner circle. The inner circle meets um, outside of that big group. We have about 60 people in the inner circle. Um, and the purpose there is those high level conversations. We have uh, million dollar think tanks, executive trainings, all of these good things, um, hot seat calls. Uh, our biggest event is our scale event that we host um, from a studio. It's fancy using our 10x breakout sessions, like really all these fancy things. It's really about the conversation, right? It's about the relationship. 
right. and conversation and getting to know one another. The hardest thing I feel like the a business owner has to do and needs to do is sometimes ask for help. True. Ask a question like I'm looking for a connection too, or I need, or I'm really stuck or man, I need to fire this person or I need to hire someone and you know, all of those things, but really all of this fancy build out of these memberships and all this, it's really just about the conversation that can help you grow and scale what you're doing. Yeah. So, so your is your community focused on business development, education, experiences, kind of help us to understand that aspect of your organization. You know, it's truthfully um, a little bit of both. Um, at our weekly events inside the Inner Circle, we have um, really, I thought how silly of me to bring together the best minds in business and not give you guys the microphone so we can learn mm -hmm. from one another. Mm -hmm. So first week of the month is dedicated to learning. It's executive training, right? Where you guys teach each other and we learn from each other's skill sets. So that definitely happens. Um, Hot Seats is a, a small peer group. Uh, that you're together for 60 days. We deep dive into conversations, issues, growth, opportunities, connections, all of those. Um, the Million Dollar Think Tank is a little bit like Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. um, that happens on the third week of the month. We um, um, Instead of a business owner walking into the Million Dollar Think Tank looking for um, investors, they walk in looking for insight. Mm. A lot of times, people that follow me, I'm not going to say I'm old, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm seasoned, shall we, Rick? Like, like uh, I just turned 50. So, like, the people that follow me have had big careers. They've done cool things. And now they're, a lot of them are looking to transition into that coaching consulting space with the knowledge and skills that they have and have a bigger impact. But the problem that they hit is, um, I don't understand how to, you know, how do I refine my message? How do I take my skill set, what it was, package it up nice. And who am I going to sell it to? So the peer group becomes like that sounding board of like, what do you think of this? How does this sound? Not everyone is transitioning into that that's in the inner circle. A lot of them are just trying to better utilize the online world. And when you're engaging with a global community like ours, that's what we talk about. Like, how do you scale outside of, you know, your local market? I did it. So usually people that follow me want to do that as well. It's very powerful to be able to be the um, North Star for <laughs> people who are looking to replicate your success and to sort of have a process or a formula, which I'm hearing you may have. Um, yeah. Can you tell me about the ideal member for your organization? Oh, who out yeah. there in the audience would be a good yeah. prospect? Oh, for sure. For sure. So uh, ideal member is usually not a brand new business owner. Um, they're usually somebody who's got experience, generally someone who's either had, um, an executive position, a corporate position, um, or possibly been the owner of their company and are, is wanting to engage with people from everywhere in the world. So maybe they are wanting to just take their business, what they're currently doing. Maybe it's storefront, maybe it's e-commerce, maybe it's that coaching consulting side. And they want to engage with other people that are growing outside of their, you know, their previous, I always call it your U 2.0. So Shelly 1.0 was local. She was growing this membership. Shelly 2.0 went global. 
you know, so I'm always like, come on, let's go, come with me, come over here. Let's go to your YouTube 2.0. What's that look like? And uh, let's, let's scale what you already know. Cause you know, as I watched my dad retire from the, the, the dairy, they're just little, they had a thousand cows. That's not very many in the dairy industry, but they stopped and they had all this knowledge is the healthiest cows, the highest butterfat, the best milk production, da, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And then what happens is he just is stops. Like he just is done. And I'm like, dad, we got to go teach people. Like you got to go tell people how to do what you did. And he's like, man, I'm good. You know, I'm going to go fly my plane. I'm like, dad, you're 82. <laughs> like don't fly your plane. <laughs> he does. So, so, <laughs> so anyway, like, that's the part is like, let's take your knowledge and your skills and your company exists and let's just get it out there bigger and make a bigger impact and change more lives. So if we look around the globe, where have you found your value proposition to resonate? Where is executive networking events finding outside of the U.S. popularity? Sure. So you generally, when you're starting to, you know, go into the online space, you do some targeted marketing, right? Mm -hmm. So we chose the Facebook space to, um, to use, there's 1.9 billion with a B users of Facebook. Um, and I figured, you know what, out of those 1.9 billion, I probably can find enough clients <laughs> and so can all of my clients, right? Find enough clients. So um, in doing that, there's some things that you have to adjust. Number one, you have to figure out, okay, what it is you're doing. Um, wh what's, the, what's the result you're going to get people? Who are those people? And then obviously, where are they? So we chose the you know, top five uh, English-speaking countries to target our Facebook marketing campaigns at. So Canada, US, UK, Australia, and who am I missing? seen somebody and so out of all of those my strongest is us canada australia <laughs> uk we do have a few members from south africa mm. and scotland which actually that's uk as well but um it's kind of resonating everywhere truthfully so let's turn our attention to the future uh, yeah let's talk about tomorrow can you describe your vision for the future of ene Sure. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the future kind of started last month with a brand new product launched, actually. As people were coming in and they were wanting to engage and wanting to network, one of the reasons wasn't just like your expert network and leaning into those executive connections and your advisory board style conversations, but also a lot of people were looking for clients. Like, okay, Shelly, my U2.0 is different than my 1.0. I have no idea how to build a following. I have no idea how to um, to grow, you know, an audience so that I can serve and sell at scale, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you know, so looking to the future of ENE, we really do have two buckets now that we serve, and it's kind of like what you mentioned earlier, Rick. Was like sometimes it's over here to the right, right? This new opportunity. So um, we just launched a new product. It's called Accelerate. And it is like, okay, Shelly, how in just about 18 months did you build a global following, build a global brand, get to a half a million dollar in new revenue sales using a new system? And so we started teaching people how to do that. And it's been so fun. I love the marketing side of things. I love serving, 
you know, uh, a big audience and, and helping, you know, really make a difference. So now we just did, we just added that product to our, our, um, our repertoire. So we have accelerate and now the inner circle, that executive network comes in as a bonus and as a nice, um, uh, you know, sister product. So you now can network with those fancy people and build those global connections. And then also, build your client base really and uh, sell more stuff so you can serve better. Earlier in the conversation, you mentioned the castle and I know that yeah. this is coming up again for you in 2022. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience? <laughs> oh, it's nuts. Like I, you know, what's this little farm girl that grew up driving tractor and milking cows doing renting a castle and being friends with the Earl and the countess you know, like it just doesn't make any sense. I have no idea how this happens, but actually I do. Um, I have a mantra called um, say yes to crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you always say yes to crazy. So um, yeah. So what that looks like is I rent a castle and we did it in uh, 2019, obviously tried to do it in 2020 and we all know how that went, mm -hmm. um, but we're going back in 20 in May of 2022 uh, really, it's 70% play. <laughs> it's like a great tax deduction, truthfully. And 30% work is what it is. We um, uh, rent, we're the first business group to ever, Rick, ever in 300 years rent the whole castle. Like no one's ever done that before. So really, really fun. The family that lives there actually owned it and their family built it. Mm -hmm. So it was built as a sailing cottage and all these crazy fun things. But um, uh, on the weekends, it was for their sail races. But we go, um, we live in the castle for a week together. I host networking events in the conservatory. Uh, people fly in from Dublin and Belfast and London and everywhere and come to that um, event. The people that come and stay... Um, we call them the golden 23. It's not a huge event, 23 pillows in the castle. Um, and then we play, uh, we play all afternoon. We work a little in the morning. We have a speaking event, um, where our golden 23 actually take the microphone and speak, you know, on a war, on a global stage there at the castle. Uh, we also have a book launch. We launched this book, uh, the business of connections there. Mm -hmm. Last time, this next book um, will be, uh, it's called the, the Art of Risk and Reward. You know, I want that big gamble you took on yourself. What's your mountain, right? What's right. your mountain that blew? Like, well, I want that story. So, so really, it's about networking at a high level. It's about international, you know, being an international speaker. It's about becoming a best-selling author, making global connections, and having too much fun. <laughs> all at the same time that sounds excellent and i love your mantra so that's say yes to crazy did i catch that right I yeah think. that's what it is <laughs> i love these uh transferable teachable moments and you've given us a lot of them so far here on the show uh shelly so i appreciate that but, oh, you're welcome, uh, say yes to crazy probably is at the top of the list if <laughs> someone would like to connect with you on linkedin yep. or learn more about your organization can you yep. give us where they go and how to do that yeah, just go to executivenetworkingevents.com and you can find us there. Um, uh, we also have a, that private Facebook community. I think you're going to put that link in the show notes and uh, come get involved. Well, I'm very, very high touch with my my members of my free group, members, obviously, of my inner circle are with me on Wednesdays. 
Um, yeah, so find me there. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm really bad on LinkedIn. I'm going to say it right now. So sorry out there, LinkedIn, if you're watching, because I had to choose a weapon. Right. And because the group feature inside Facebook is where they spend their money on development, I knew that I could grow a big community of business owners really quickly. So I chose Facebook. So I, I'm not over there as much. So be patient with me if I'm slow to get back to you on LinkedIn because I'm super busy in the Facebook space. So. Well, I have uh, really enjoyed the time that we've spent together. And thank you for bringing your positive energy, enthusiasm, and your story. It was very uh, inspiring. You, it was great to have you, Shelly, on Critical Mass Business Talk Show. Thank you. And can I just congratulate you for your, all of your success, all the good you do in the world, and all the lives you've changed over the years, Rick. And everybody, let's give him a big hand. So good. Congratulations, Rick. Thank you for, thank you for the invitation. We're new friends, and, and I appreciate it. Yes, and I'm glad you're a part of our peer group focus series. This is exactly why we do these shows periodically, is to expose people to what others are doing to bring communities together, and you're doing an excellent job. And ah, it's great to have you, you on the program. It's just got to be messy. Just go, right? Go, just go. Right. You fix it later. <laughs> yeah, you'll figure it out. There's certain things you only learn by doing as an entrepreneur. So you oh, can only gosh, plan so long before you get on the field and figure out what's happening. Clean up the mess later. Just go, yeah. just go, just go. All right. It's all good. <laughs> all right. Thank you. I'd like to also thank Gottlieb, Brackman, and Reisman because they proudly support this edition and all editions of the Critical Mass Business Talk Show. GRRPC provides legal advice, guidance on all aspects of intellectual property law, including patents, trademarks, and copyrights. If you'd like to learn more, visit them at grr.com. I'd like to thank you all for being a part of Orange County's longest running business talk show. This was episode number 1,318. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm Rick Franzi, or you can visit my website, rickfranzi.com. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions move your company in a positive direction. Mm -hmm.